Welcome to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. I'm letting you know that education is in my DNA. In the last session, I shared five nuggets from FamilyLife.com for single parents who are dating or considering it for the future. Today, I'm sharing six additional best practices to consider. Number one, acknowledge and label child's or your child's fears. Children of all ages, whether young or old, will benefit from you as a parent saying, I can see that the idea of my dating scares you, or you are missing me, whether mom or dad, and probably don't want to have any more changes in our family. Another statement may be, I appreciate you being honest with me about how you feel as it pertains to my dating. Use phrases like, this scares you, you're afraid that our family won't be the same, or even you won't have to change schools or leave your friends. This type of response does validate your child's fears. It also shows them that their feelings are important to you and hopefully it will keep the communication door open for exchange about any emotions related to your dating. Our children need to know that they are important or VIPs to us. The second is pace and balance the dating. If you fall in love, (laughs) which may happen, don't abandon your kids um, by spending a lot of time, especially your free time, with this new found love. It could be tempting, but doing so may cause more fears to happen with your children. They don't want to lose you, and you don't want to give them the impression the false impression that your dating partner um, is only available to you and not to them. Don't lose that balance. Number three, arrange the meeting the children time with care. Early on, kids may meet your date, but the first few dates should primarily be about the two of you. At first, reference your date as a friend, or if your child is prepared, you can call that person a date that you have. They may have to be a little older. Casual introductions are fine when you start dating that person, but don't proactively put your children and that person together until you're pretty sure that there is a possibility for the relationship to gel. This is so important and true for children, especially for those under the age of five. And at that age, many times it's best to avoid having any introductions or contact until you are very sure that this relationship is one that is strong.
So as your interest in that person grows, gradually become more intentional about finding time for that significant other and your children to get together. And that significant other may also have children that he or she would like you to meet. Number four, expect either cold or hot reactions. In other words, be prepared. Liking a parent's dating partner sometimes will create a loyalty problem for our children. They don't know how to embrace everyone and not hurt their feelings, especially their other parent that you're divorced from. Because they are caught in what's called a loyalty conflict, children sometimes warm up nicely to the person you are dating, and then they may suddenly turn cold. And sometimes that's because of how they feel about their other birth parent, your divorced spouse. Um, So confusion may happen. Just relax, work on it, and try to give them what they need. The fifth is to articulate your needs. Since you can't judge lasting love by physical or initial biochemical attractions, okay, that's all based upon looks, you need an objective measure of the qualities, attributes, and character of that person you are looking for. So in other words, you need to have a silhouette of the type of family you are hoping to create. What do I mean by a silhouette? You are drawing a picture in your mind about who would be a good parent or good parent material for your children as well as their own. For example, if you don't see that connection, you may want to move on. Yes, not liking the fit between the person and you that and you are dating, the person that you are dating and your kids, could be a deal breaker. Understand that not everybody fits the bill. And the last one, learn all you can about your date's family or what eventually may be your stepfamily. Nearly 20 years of counseling, coaching, and training, a psychiatrist shares that blended families reveal the secret to the success of a couple once they are married. They work harder at getting smarter about being a step family ahead of time. Getting smarter, smarter means learning all you can about how the step families fluctuate. What is the best way to approach them? And why are they unique and maybe complex? You may know how to drive a car, but driving it in snow or icy conditions requires different knowledge. So therefore, the same thing happens with all blended families. There may be a time where the weather is not nice and you have to manage 
whatever may be going on in that moment, especially those first few years as you all are getting to know one another. So adopt an attitude of a learner. In other words, learn as much as you can beforehand. That learning may include cultural types of activities or religious types of activities. Don't discount anything. Learning about these best practices and others will educate you and prepare you for the new dynamics of your family. You have been listening to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. Question, if dating, are you ready to apply some or all of these strategies?